Welcome to ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show, Falcons, Bengals tonight. It's time to see some return on that investment. I need to see more from that pitching rotation. And last but not least, and for the culture, what would you do if your wife asked you to? It's all next, ATL Day Ones. Let's go. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. I want to start off by saying thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listener of the day. Remember, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure that you leave us a five-star review. ATL Day Ones is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Coming up in 10 minutes. Um, Charlie Morton tried to prove me wrong, but I might have an idea that I might need to see a little bit more. But first... We got to talk about the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Cincinnati Bengals tonight. And of course, if you are watching on YouTube, that is not Tanitra Batiste. That is Sam Crenshaw, <laughs> the mayor of Atlanta himself. Yes, I know y'all thinking that Andre guy, but no, Sam Crenshaw is the mayor to me in my eyes of the mayor. Sam Crenshaw filling in for Tanitra Batiste, man. Welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm here. I don't know how Mayor Dick is going to feel about that, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't want to get on his wrong side today, but God, always great to be with you, Jarvis. Always great. And man, we got a lot happening right now. Absolutely. There's a lot happening, a lot happening to, um, tonight at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The Falcons are taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, like, like I mentioned earlier. And, Sam, the difference between tonight and last Friday against the Miami Dolphins, we're actually going to see some starters. Now, I know Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot, they have put a lot, invested a lot in this team, and they have put their stock in QB1, Desmond Ritter. And for by all reports, you know, I'm saying that Arthur Smith saying that he is going to play, but is it – is that who you're looking for, or are you guys you got your eyes on some some other parts of the game that that you want to be able to see? Well, obviously, you can't wait to see some of the starters tonight, and I think some of the Falcons fans are going to go out. They've heard so much about this team. If they haven't had a chance to come out to Flower Branch to training camp to actually get a look at them on the field, they've heard about the new infusion of talent on the defensive side of the ball. They heard about the excitement uh, uh, on the offensive side of the ball, um, especially with our running back that we that we drafted and can't wait to see him tonight. So there's a lot of things that people want to see that I want to see too, but I got to give Arthur Smith credit. He is consistent. Tap the brakes. We can't make the playoffs tonight. You know, we can't make the Super Bowl tonight. You know, right. but it is a good step in the evaluation process and also that of chemistry. I mean, you know, those guys got some work in last week um, before the preseason game down at Miami. And so now you're going to get to see them under the lights here against against Cincinnati. I'm looking forward to seeing that and seeing who emerges as that second or third target as far as wide receiver goes to see if this offensive line can still go downhill like they did last year, that as the season went on, they just – because we thought that was going to be the weakness. We thought, yeah. man, we thought whoever's back there getting the ball is going to get killed because this offensive line is not going to be – that offensive line was fine for the run game. Let's see how they transition and evolve in their pass protection uh, and give this young quarterback a chance to use the tools that are around him tonight. I am delighted and thrilled to see uh, to see this team roll out. And then on the defensive side of the ball, we got some size. We got some experience. 
don't look to see him play for a long time, but you yeah. do want to see him out there and, and, and get a mix. So I think everyone's excited tonight uh, to see the starters get out some and get an idea, get a feel for what's coming up this season. I think you bring up an interesting point when we talk about the offensive line, right? Because last year, going into the season, we knew that Arthur Smith wanted to run the football, right? And for them to be a top five running football team at the end of the season, I don't think anybody thought that that would be the case. And obviously, you know, you got a guy like Tyler Algier back there drafted in the fifth round. Nobody th saw that thousand yard season coming. I was uh, joking, had Dylan, uh, Dylan filling in the other day. And I was like, you know, you know, Tyler Algier broke a record that happened before both of you, you and I were born. And we were in different generations. <laughs> you know, it, that was a surprise of last season. And that was why right. we can't wait for this season. You know, right. we saw the team and we got to see some of the division. You got to see some of the vision of, of Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith. You got to see the effort. There was some close losses that had people so frustrated uh, last year because you were just short that talent, just short that, that experience, just short that player that had been in that environment before been in that arena at that level that knows how to finish games now we have some of that with this team we have guys who know how to finish games and get into the postseason put us back in that situation now and i think we get that win and i think that's what has to have people so excited yeah i, I think arthur smith has definitely proven that he's a, a solid coach and I think that as you we get into the season, I think we're going to be able to have a good idea as to what he is, could or could be going forward, you know, for mm -hmm. the future of this team or this organization. Because here's the thing: we understand what the salary cap situation was, and and and, and what what it is now, and how hey, there's some there's some bright lights, and I think that it starts tonight when when the when the Falcons take on the Cincinnati Bengals because. Like, we want to see what that investment looks like. We want to see if we can get some return tonight. Like, you yep, know how yep. you know, we live in a microwave society, so, like, we're in a space <laughs> now. Like, hey, man, I want to see uh, what Jesse Bates talking about. Like, I want to see right, what a $16 right. million dollar safety looks like. All of those things. So, and But there was one other thing I want to talk to you about as well. It's like the, the hire of Ryan Nielsen I thought was a very interesting one. We saw some names that, you know, they were talking to, some veteran guys that, you know, they thought about bringing in. And then here we go with Ryan Nielsen from the New Orleans Saints, who was a co-defense coordinator, <laughs> didn't call plays. And then we know Dennis Allen was the, the, the mind behind that, that defense. But as we started to dig into it a little, this hire a little bit more, I started to find out, like, okay, like this guy had was big, real huge in Cam Jordan's uh, development as a veteran as far as, you know, limiting his, his snaps per game. And we talked about yesterday about how Grady Jerry has played so many snaps. And we think that, you know, I think that he's going to be able to be a little bit more productive with those with reduced snaps as a veteran. So the, the thing that he's been kind of preaching is the whole attack and aggressive, attack and aggressive. Yeah. We, got a, we, got a, we got a chance to see a little bit of that last last week against the Dolphins with all the turnovers and, and the PBUs and the cornerbacks of their plans. Um, Playing, you know, aggressive at the line of scrimmage and sending pressure from different levels. My whole thing, my my thing to you, question to you is like, okay, like <laughs> you know how we are sometimes. Like we've been used to this defense being average to below average to pick, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and being yeah. one of the worst defenses in the league as far as getting to the quarterback. Do you need to see the veterans kind of do what we saw last week in order for you to say, okay, Ryan Nelson might be on or something. <laughs> I think so. I think so. We won't, we don't maybe get the big bowl. We won't get the bowl, but give us a cup. 
Just give us a cup of it. As you give yeah, us a just sample, a little bit. Some, yeah, just, just, little just bit. a sip. Yeah. That's, that's what we yeah, want. You know, Bud Dupree and guys, guys who, who are coming in that you know are, are established veterans in this league and can make a big difference with this defense. Yeah, I hope we get to see get, get a sample of that tonight. How long we get to see them? Will it be several series? Will it be just the first quarter? Will it be the first half? Uh, because you still got to establish some chemistry. You still got to establish those things, and it's and that and this is where it's done. It's not done out, out on, on the practice field. It's done in the game situation, and so that's that's what you want to see tonight for this football team. So yeah, the defensive unit. You want to see some of those guys that, that that investment, the money that we spent. I think the fans are expecting to see some of that tonight. I certainly am. Yeah, and and at the end of the day, everybody come out safe and unharmed you know that's like, that's what we want me. And, and, but, but you know what that, that, that that's that, that's the reality of it and we're hearing about it throughout the league and you mm-hmm. know it, it happens because of the game but that's why you're trying to manage it the way that you do you know as i always tell people nobody buys a ticket to see a man on crutches you know everybody wants Absolutely. to buy a ticket right everybody buys a ticket to want to see that see the, the best players play and so the idea is to at least get them to the start line you want to at least get them to the starting gate. And that's what this uh, is all about, playing the third, playing three preseason games rather than four, uh, doing the joint workouts together with another team to make up for what would have been that fourth game. But somehow you got to establish chemistry, but you still got to do your evaluations because yes. you got so many guys. And guys are working hard in this camp. I think I think there's most of the most encouraging things about this camp, Jarvis, the last couple of years are guys who saw the vision. They get the vision yeah. of what Fontenot and Smith are trying to do here, and they want to be a part of what's happening. They hear guys like Cordero Patterson talking and chirping, and he's been a, since day one. He said, I want to be here in Atlanta. I, it's, it's contagious. It's infectious. And if you're there, you want to make it. You want to play here because you see what, what, what uh, can possibly be happening in the future. Yeah, man. And, and, that's, and that's the thing, like players buying in because – I know a lot of people always talk about how, you know, Dan Quinn era, we got burnt out with the whole mantras and, and you know, embrace the suck and all of that good stuff. Yeah. But I, I think that when you have somebody speaking, it sounds like a mantra, but the, the difference is in, in this regime is like I'm starting to see it. I see the aggressiveness. I see what what uh, the attack and aggressive that Ryan Ness is trying to project. I see what uh, Arthur Smith is trying to do offensively, saying running out different formations, having different big bodies out there, the guys that can positionless football, all that stuff. I'm starting Mm -hmm. to see it. So I think that's the difference between, you know, hey, just blowing smoke up behind versus actually going out there and executing it and winning games. And like you said, getting some return on that investment. And we'll definitely see. If that is the case tonight as the Falcons get ready to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. This episode of ATL Day Ones is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. It is the number one sportsbook in America. And guess what, folks? The football season is right here. We're talking about preseason games, but the regular season is right around the corner. So here's what FanDuel is trying to do. They're trying to give you a chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on the Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. And guess what? Bonus bets can be placed on anything. Spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Yes, if you want to bet on the Falcons, they got something right there for you. So all you need to do is go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and take advantage and put some money down on who you think you'll win the Super Bowl, and you're going to get bonus bets to be able to bet on whatever you want. Player props, over-unders, 
the 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 uh, anything you want to do, anything, anything, our wins, all that. They have all that right there for you. And to make sure you do mess with FanDuel because it is the official sportsbook betting partner of the National Football League. It is ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra sitting here with Sam Crenshaw, the mayor of Atlanta. Oh, Andre Dickinson, you know, hey man, no, 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 no shade. But Sam is Sam Crenshaw is the mayor to me. Man, he knows each and every person uh, on this planet in the state of Georgia. So yeah, that's my guy, Sam, joining us today. Sam, I know the Atlanta Braves, you know, they are sitting here with about what, roughly about 42 games left. And yeah. And to be honest with you, it's so hard to kind of pick and choose and, you know, say, hey, okay, all right, here's what's wrong with this team. And, you know, especially <laughs> when they're 12 and a half games, you know, in front yeah. of the, the closest person in the NLE. So, but as of late, obviously, we, we have to talk about the issues that they've had in the starting rotation, starting with Max Freed and Kyle Wright, you know, in the beginning of the season. Now Max Freed is back. He had a couple. He had some really good starts, and he yeah. had a little shaky start. And then now, you know, Kyle Wright is supposed to be back in September ish. You know, so we don't know what that that time frame looks like. But you know, Special Strider had his struggles. Charlie Morton had had his struggles, and I've talked about how Charlie Morton Charlie Morton wasn't going to make it, Sam. And then you know, leading up to that start against the Yankees, he had 22 walks in his last five starts. He was just out of control, literally, you know, uh, from a pitcher standpoint. But I think he heard what I was talking about, saying, hey, I still got <laughs> yeah. some juice in the tank. And then he goes yeah. out and strikes out 10 batters and only walks one against the yeah. Yankees. But do you feel like – I'm still in a, a space where I feel like I need to see more. I, I need to see more in order to feel better because, like I said, I still feel the same way I feel about Charlie Moore because, like, he's up there in age. And I, I just really feel like he's not in a space where – he can give you that consistency like we saw against the New York Yankees. And that's a question, too. I was talking with someone recently and say, okay, you start the playoffs today. Who is your starting rotation with this team? Um, you know, because you got some people who come back, you know, you free just come back, you know, but Strider, you know, he's on. He's get double-digit strikeouts. I think his last time out seemed like he's working on a third pitch, which he needs. Yes, um, because absolutely. some people have figured out, okay, if we just put the bat out there and meet it sometime, we can steal a home run on this guy. He's been susceptible mm-hmm. to that lately. And that's the one thing that has you concerned about him. Um, but, but you know, we'll see what happens with him and Bryce Elder, you know, as well. He's had his hot. He's had his cold. He's had more more hot than cold, but he's had his moments too. It's a long season. It's a very long season. But now, Jarvis, now you pay attention to the teams on their schedule that they may see again in October. And that's the big thing about this series this weekend with the Giants. This is Mm -hmm. a team that they could very well see again in October. And that's what makes these games big. Yeah, beating the Mets is a big deal because everybody said the Mets were going to win everything when the season started. And then the Yankees come to town. That's always a deal when the Yankees come to Atlanta. That's nice. That's that's nice to beat those guys. But here's a team that could be a roadblock to you getting to the World Series later on this season. You got to handle your business against this Giants team because they really caught fire here about a month ago, and nobody was mm-hmm. talking about them. The D-backs and the Dodgers were leading the way out west, and all of a sudden, here come the Giants right now. And so let's, let's watch this weekend series. I think it's going to be big for this team. Yeah, and you know what? And the Giants, like you said, like they kind of been a little up and down as of late. I know the last ten games were three and seven, so you know they've been, you know, catching hot and cotton and cold. You know, so trying to they're trying to find their consistency as well. And I think that you know when you have 
a guy like a excuse me, a guy like Spencer Strider and Yanni Chirinos coming to the plate. You know, I mean, coming to the mound, I, I think that I can have confidence in a guy like Strider, but you know, Yanni Chirinos, that's the yeah. guy that for me that's just like I just don't like his name being thrown out there. You know, and that started rotation. But you know, uh, I am encouraged though to see Spencer Strider. You know, to start the series against the San Francisco Giants because, like I said, I'm just like I'm looking for more consistency from uh, from Charlie Morton. I'm definitely looking for more consistency from Spencer Strider. You give Brian Snitker his credit. I mean, he's going to give guys a chance. He's going to give them a chance. Some people say that's a little bit of the Bobby Cox in him. You know, he's going. Right. He's, oh, going yeah. he's going to give. Oh, yeah. He's going to give a guy a chance. Give a guy a chance to, and and to prove if he can be a consistent contributor. Because right now, you look at a guy like Torino's. He's there. You're not looking at him to be a, a, a starter when you get to the postseason, but you definitely want to see if he's somebody that can come out of the bullpen and and help you like that. That's the thing you you do with a player like that right now. You want to shore up that bullpen in case somebody stumbles out of the gate, gets off to a bad start. You can bring them in early in the game and they can, they can, you know, attack that, that opposing team and shut down their batting order and give this offense, which is proven. You're never out of a game with these guys, give them a chance uh, to get going. So that's what you want to do. I'm watching Philadelphia, man. The, you know, I mean, I mean, the ghost, me. of, the, the ghost me. of last season. <laughs> The ghost of last season, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared of the Phillies. Like, here they come. they come. Here they come. Right, right. Here they come kind of creeping in, right? They say, we're going to get the wild card. That's all we want to do is get in. You know, <laughs> that's, you know, I'm watching them dudes, man. I really am. Uh, and see what happens because that's what happened last season. You know, we had this strong, you know, finish and get there. And all of a sudden, this, this Phillies team just came in with this pitching that just shut our – our lineup down. I, I do hope, I do like the fact that we're using the speed that in, the, in this lineup um, because to me, that's the difference. You know, pitching is the difference in the postseason. You're not going to go out there and hit home runs all over the place. And it's nice yeah. to see that. It's great to see right now. It's that stuff up in the playoffs. Yeah. That stuff mm-hmm. goes away in October. Can yeah. you produce runs? And this is a lineup that should be able to, if you got to play small ball, play small ball, drop it in yeah. and run. Um, and, and so I, I hope that we've seen enough of that type thing where we produce some runs. That's the thing about this lineup by having Acuna and, and Michael Harris right side by side in this batting order right now right. because you're going to get that poison on, on, like on the base pass. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And that, that makes a difference in how you can produce runs. I hope they continue to do that going down the stretch here at the end of the regular season. Yeah, I think the versatility. Uh, I'm gonna sound like a, a football coach. The versatility yeah. that they play with, like the style yes. that you play with. You yes. know, I, I think that matters. It matters, like when you come into the playoffs, because you have to be able to be versatile. Because, like you said, you might run up against an Aaron Nola, and yeah. he, like he might pick seven <laughs> innings of no hit ball or two hit ball and, and no runs. So those are some of the things that can happen, and you get mold them down eight times, eight strikeouts or whatever. So, all of those things you got to be able to put it together because. I, I think that, you know, that's why I feel like Ronald Acuna is a guy who's going to be much more important because, hey, we didn't see this in 2021. He wasn't nope. on the field when they won the World, uh, when they went into the playoffs and won the World Series. So I think that this is something that I am definitely looking forward to see is like, hey, soon as a, a nephew running, as I like to affectionately refer to him as, like as soon as he gets <laughs> on base, the man yep. is going for second. Like, so yeah, you get ready. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And, and that's the thing I've enjoyed, you know, that they, they adjusted the game really almost to suit him. 
with the, the shorter mm-hmm. base paths, the bigger bases. I'm like, you, it's tailor-made uh, for players like himself and Ozzy Albies and Michael Harris uh, to use that speed. And so we have that in our lineup, and Albies is out for a minute. We hope we get him back because he was one of the really ingredients that was missing last year. We really missed him sorely. Now he came back yes. from the injury only to go back uh, on the IL and, and wasn't able to be a part of, a, of the postseason run, the very short postseason run that we ended up having last year. So, you know, hopefully get him back healthy. He is a very important part, very important cog in this baseball team. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to them come back. Thankfully, they got some guys that, you know, they can, they can hold it down, Nicky Lopez and, and Von Grisham at some point. Von, sure Von Grisham, we'll, we'll back, you know what? I'm, I'm watching this guy to see what he does because yeah. you know at the start of the season we thought he was going to be the man at shortstop we thought he was going to yeah. be on this on this roster and he has had to go down and, and and play out in Gwinnett and he's played well out there he's got a second chance to come up here and I'm just maybe this weekend I'm going to watch to see you know if he's given opportunities to get plugged in and see what he does I'm very curious to see how how he responds yeah that'll be very interesting to see because like you said, he can be a spark. Like as many sparks as you can, a potential spark you can have coming off that bench, the better. Like the more the better, yeah. because you, like you said, it's gonna be though. It's gonna come a time where it's gonna be one to zero in the seventh yeah. or eighth inning, and they gonna just need a spark. They're just gonna need a spark, and I think that Von Grissom can be that guy. But, Sam, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, the culture, and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about because that's just how okay. we get down on the show. You know, that's, that's, that's how we roll, Sam. That's how we get down. You know, today is no different. Uh, Sam, when I came across this story, like. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. So, um, so, you know. What had both, happened yeah, was. If, yeah, if yeah. y'all don't know. <laughs> if y'all don't know, Sam and I are both married men, happily married yeah. men, by the way. Yeah. And yeah. uh, this is why this kind of this story kind of touches me a little bit. It touches my soul a little bit. So there was this this man that uh, his wife had an illness. You know what I'm saying? Terminal illness. They told her, illness. the doctor told her that she had nine months to live. And you know, like that is could be very heavy uh, when you're talking about you know your spouse and your lifetime person person that you've been with and and for for ten years. I think they had uh, nine years going on ten. Uh, they had been together. The man said he was having a conversation with his wife, Sam. And uh, the wife said, as her dying wish, she wanted to uh, have relations with one of her exes. Oof. Oof. Um, yeah. I know mm. that we supposed yeah. to serve our partner, you know what I'm saying, I'm a firm believer in serving your partner, mm. but... Uh, Mm-hmm. I think that might be a little, little too far, Sam. What say you? Boy, I, I, I pray on that and, and whatnot. Because, you know, from what I read, he's done everything to try to make her comfortable and fulfill right. all of her, of her, of her wishes. Um, right. and, and so, and because that's that's what you do with someone who's in that, that situation. You, you, you know what's happening with them. You've spent the life with them. You want to see them, you know, happy. Uh, at a time when you know you 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 bracing yourself for this for this terrible loss, um, right. but at the same time something like like that, that'll be very very. T- and and you would hope well you know, 
you don't put yourself in that kind of situation, right? Right. You know, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because, because you said, you know, decision. I'm here, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing my best to, to, to make you happy, fulfill all your wishes, and then you're going to wish for this. You yeah, know? Like, <laughs> right. Like, you know, hey. Like, I think that's an argument know? initially. Like, yeah, it, 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 it really is, really is, really is. It's <laughs> like, our arguments is spirited discussion. Yes. It comes like, with some spirit, spirited discussion. <laughs> about this topic and, and <laughs> man, like, that, 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 man. like it's just it's just weird it's just weird and, it is, and you know and it because is. it's weird you know i think i want to move on because like it just <laughs> I, I can't i really feel like i can't say what i really want to say so you know mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. my mama said you know if you ain't got nothing nice to say you know move the hell on you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> which brings me to this sam like yep. when tanitra and i got a chance to talk about you know how the nil and, you know, has been booming in college football. Like, there are a lot yeah. of young brothers and and and, and, and uh, that are making some amazing amount of money in at, at the college level these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I came across this story that the state of Georgia mm-hmm. is about to have a meeting here pretty soon yeah. mm-hmm. about implementing some NIL deals. For- for high school, well, like what is going on, Sam? I know you. I know you got the intel on. It. That's why I yeah, want to talk yeah, about yeah, it. But Man, please tell me, like this is not real. This is not real, real. No, it is real. And, and the thing of it is, and then the reason the high school association of Georgia is trying to get out front of it, which they're not out front of it. They're just trying to to get in the mix with it, is because there's several players. There's several players. I'm not going to name them, whose parents are threatening to move them out of state um, because in other states they can they can do this, and so. Yeah, it is, uh, oh, but but so but it, it, hey, oh. hey, 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 easy, Ugh. easy, easy over there, easy over there. But you know what? You know what? All this moving around this NIL and transferring and colleges changing conferences, the players are good with it. We the one with yeah. the problem. Yeah, you know, yeah. think about think about th- think about your average guy who's a four-star or five-star and how many of these guys actually went to the same school for four years okay so so you know how many of them how many of them actually went to the same high school for four years you know either of a smaller and smaller number of them right that is so they're they're comfortable with this we're the ones that got the problem with it but but um you know there's there's something i hope they put some at least put some governors on it that the collegiate level didn't do yeah. So it's not yeah. stuff that's being used as an inducement to pull pull kids to different places. Um, name, image, and likeness is out there for everybody. It really yeah. is. It's out there for me and for you and for anybody else um, that has an image and people feel like your brand attached to their brand is a good thing. Um, you hope they don't make it into kids that are too young, and that's always some parent who's going to say, I got my 10-year-old here who's got this big trophy and and you know, it's it, right. Yeah, you know, because yeah. that's where it's gonna go, right? But I mm-hmm. think the high school association in Georgia is really trying to aim to try to keep it away from the middle school level. They feel like the middle school level right now is is, and it really is. That's the volatile level because that's where a lot of decisions are made where kids will go to their high schools at. And there's so many combines and camps and clinics and all star games that kids participate in. That's where a lot of that type thing happens. So they're really looking at that. But as far as NIL for them, yeah, that there are there are several states. There are a number of states who are already doing this. And mm-hmm. think about this. Think about it this way, Jarvis. This state is so well recruited. Think about the coaches yep. and scouts from colleges National, across yep. the country that come in, mm-hmm. looking at one kid, but they see another. 
you want to keep those folks coming to Georgia because, you know, yeah, you got the five starters going to Ohio State or Georgia or wherever, but then you got this kid that's Ball State's going to offer him a scholarship, you know, uh, or, or, you know what I mean? North Dakota well, State. Georgia Tech now can start getting well, some well, star players. Well, well, with there, with Georgia yeah. Tech's getting yeah. some. Georgia Tech's already in. We know what they're doing. They, they had a couple of high school coaches over there. It's about relationships. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I mean? Oh, so so they, they that's a game changer. There's nothing else that is not about. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so I mean, that's, yeah. that, that, that's what's happening. And, and now I'm curious to see how this vote goes with the NIL for high school, making them eligible. Uh, I don't think it's like, like that big amount of money, but the idea is kids will be able to achieve some some cash, and you and you hope that the pa- parents are doing smart things with it, not going to go out and buy a bunch of Range Rovers and all that carrying on <laughs> off a high school kid. Uh, you, know, you know, see my my only my only concern, and I and we don't have to talk about it because I feel like we can go a whole another segment about it. Yeah. Like if we start tapping to this NIL. I wholeheartedly believe that somebody's gonna start raising questions about all these high school websites because you know they've been making buku amounts of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and, yeah. And, yeah. And if you you got my son, uh, uh, if you got my son on my, on your website, and I know the traffic that is bringing to your website and all those yeah. ads you're able to to put on your website because of all that traffic my son has been bringing to your website, it's money in that. So yeah, yeah. like yeah. If y'all gonna go if y'all gonna go there. Believe, and I'm, I'm going to tell ready. you what happened. The season starting this weekend. I can tell you two high schools already that are requiring you to, to contact them to get press credentials through them. They're two high schools. I'll, I'll go ahead and name them. Milton and McEachern. you got to go through them to get it because their sidelines are so packed with people getting video for all these different video kids. So, okay. So, right. So, wow. they, yeah. Ooh. So, schools are putting their own individual credentials. <laughs> you to say the sidelines just going to be overrun with people with little handheld cameras for, yeah, for, producing stuff because that's how you got also attracts NIL. You know, yeah. that stuff from up on the roof that goes on huddle ain't enough. You know, that's Here we go. <laughs> when everybody start getting greedy, I'm telling you, man, it gets yeah. ugly. It's gonna get yeah. ugly, and, I, and I'm. I'm like I won't say ugly. I, it's gonna get interesting. Yeah, I call it ugly because I, I I like to forget. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get interesting, Jarvis. It is. Yeah, it is. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And we thank you, uh, Sam, for joining us today. And also, we thank you guys for rocking with ATL Day Ones each and every day. Uh, we appreciate you. And if you haven't, if you don't know about ATL Day Ones or Locked On Sports Atlanta, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And also, we're on YouTube as well. And we're going to stay free, too. Yeah, we're going to be putting up no paywalls and all that stuff. Yeah, you can rock with us each and every day for the free. All our everydayers, we appreciate you and we thank you. And before we get out here, if we don't do anything else with your life, if you don't do anything else with your life, make sure that you share love, show love, and most importantly, spread love.